0: Hello, H.E.R.D., and welcome to another episode of the H.E.R.D. Main Show. I'm your H.E.R.D. leader, John Wayne.
1: And I'm your H.E.R.D. mom, Megan.
0: And we are very late in putting out this episode, uh, but it turned out to be in our favor because D23 happened this weekend, and uh, it gave us tons of Star Wars stuff to talk about, not only uh, in today's episode, but in next week's episode, because we are going to be breaking it down. Otherwise, we would have just... A very, very, very long episode, which, while you may be used to that from us, mm-hmm. uh, we're trying and trying and trying to move away from that being the standard of about an hour and a half, hour 45. We're trying to cut it down, be a little bit more manageable. So. A little um, also we've got to keep content going because we're going forever. Uh, we just finished one year of podcasting. Uh, yes, we this episode marks our anniversary and birthday of nerd herderness and so uh, this is only year one. We've got to keep the content rolling so that means we've got a drip feed and that means we split things up and, and make it into multiple episodes uh, kind of like game, uh, game theory and whatnot. You know, 50 parts for one theory and whatnot. So, uh, but nonetheless, yes, uh, D23 uh, happened, and um, I don't know if it was everyone, but I think at least speaking for myself, I knew we were going to get news, I knew stuff was going to happen, but I didn't expect to get as floored and blown away by everything, Mm -hmm. so... It was going to kind of be one of, oh, yeah, we'll have a little bit more news to talk about. Yeah. Um, but it... Entire it episode. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, it kind of took over the episode, uh, this episode and next. So, uh, yeah, that, I mean, I don't know. This is our first year reporting yeah. D23 stuff. Um,
1: yeah, something happened with the Muppets, but I'm not entirely sure what happened because everyone else was tweeting about Star Wars. Right.
0: It's all about Star Wars.
1: So, I, I want to know about the Muppets.
0: Um but yeah, it was just, it was a lot bigger than I expected, I guess. And so, uh, but yeah, so originally this was mostly going to just be a a episode of us talking about, uh, our one year of podcasting, which we still will discuss, Mm -hmm. but, uh, we're going to make sure to include some time, uh, to talk about a lot of things and we're going to get to that. Uh, we're going to do uh, our normal news run and whatnot. touch on a few things and cover other news that may have gotten overshadowed by D23 and whatnot and then we'll just dive in and start just going psychoanalyzing on you know, what does that rock mean? What does it mean? (laughs) Is it the secret to everything? Um, So yeah, so uh, without further ado, we'll start with gaming news. Um, I like to get the ones that Less people are interested in out of the way first, like gaming news and comic news. We're interested. A couple of people are interested. Yeah. I know not everybody's interested. What uh, you know, the main thing of mentioning it is for those that are interested in gaming-wise, but also in lore. Because um, as far as Battlefront goes, and eventually Jedi Fallen Order, even if you're not a gamer and playing those games, they're going to be adding to the story. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something that I like to think. If you're like me. Even if I'm not going to read a certain book or if I'm not going to watch a certain thing, I like to keep up with all the lore possible. Uh, and so my hope is that even amongst the gaming news and comic news, uh, you get the lore bits and whatnot, if nothing else. But mm-hmm. we, you know, I always try and encourage you to read comics and play games and whatnot. But Battlefront's a weird game. I know not. It's mm-hmm. a very well. It's not a weird game, but it's it's a shoot 'em up game. So yeah. it's it's a lot different than playing. Fallen Order. I feel like more people out there will be attracted to Fallen Order is what I am -hmm. trying to say.
1: Meanwhile, I'm just trying to grow a perfect orange tree in Animal Crossing. (laughs) I Um, I need those perfect peaches. There's no
0: orange trees, but uh, there is a few cool things coming to uh, Battlefront uh, in the next month.
1: So I here, I saw a lot of people getting excited about this. I have no clue why or what's about.
0: Well, we knew we were getting a new reinforcement, but they like normally... (laughs) Normally it's it's very in segments, like, here's the big thing for the month, here's the big thing for the month, but this month we're getting quite a bit because this is the month that we're getting a new map in Felucia, which is really cool because that's, you know, we've gotten very commonplace planets, but um, mm-hmm. Felucia is a very exotic planet, like, yeah, of course you're going to get Kashyyyk, you're going to get Naboo, you're going to get Kamino. Yeah. Uh, Felucia's, uh, it's more out there, it's very interesting. Uh, and it's going to be a whole new kind of uh, capital supremacy, the biggest game mode of it. So it's going to be super duper interesting. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the thing I was most excited for about all of this. But now on top of that, we're getting new uh, battle droid skins, which is cool. We're finally getting camo battle droids, which works great for uh, Kashik. So everybody can be in camo, except for that one guy that still chooses the bright yellow clone <laughs> trooper. It, it's just counterintuitive, guys. You
1: don't match Tim.
0: Um, we're also so it's camo droids. Uh, you're getting like the pilot um, uh, sect, not sect, but um, branch, branch branch. I don't know. Hey, they got blue markings. Ah. The the pilots are blue. Um, so they even though they're not pilots because all the droid fighters are their own their actual droids Mm -hmm. so like nobody's piloting them so (laughs) right well i think what i think what it is is they might pilot like the the droid landing craft or something like that but even then they're not going to pick up a blaster and. but it's a cool skin because they're blue (laughs) i'm torn the lore in me is like no but the the (laughs) aesthetic in me is like yes (laughs) um so that's one and then they're also doing uh training uh, uh, paint scheme. It's based off the design of the ones from uh, Camino, So, um, you can look like one of the training dummies, I guess. Cool. I mean, they're trying. I, I'm one, like, I've been pushing, I'm like, okay, enough with the clone troopers. I love the clone troopers, but this is, like, I mean, they've got, like, 70-something variants. Yeah. All together. I, I've wanted them to branch out a little bit more so I can't get picky when they actually start branching out It I like the camo one yeah. but anyway so uh, that's interesting That's again usually that's like oh this month this is happening but that's double down mm-hmm. then we're also getting a new game mode where um, you can play by yourself and it's a full uh, field of AIs so if you're just not feeling like hopping on and dealing with trash players you can just play with yourself and not only that, but there's also a four-person co-op version uh, where yes. you can play um, on. Uh, you can play cooperatively with your squad, and then everybody else's AIs. So it's really building it up for like you can go big with the full multiplayer experience, but you can also go small, uh, which I really appreciate them emphasizing because there's sometimes yeah. where I just don't feel like dealing with other crazy players. I just I just want to have fun, or I just want to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Because, like, they have some segments where you can practice, but it's not as great, so it's really interesting. The biggest thing that's coming to Battlefront, and I know this is getting longer, but, um, Clone Commandos are finally coming, which, it's kind of like the Droidica of, or the, um, what do other people call them?
1: Master Destroyers!
0: Destroyer Droids, there we go. Um... I was the one, I've always been the one. I like Droidica's better. I don't know. It
1: sounds better. And it's fun to, I was about to say it's funner to say. It's
0: funner to say. It's funner to say. Um, But uh, yeah, so like that one was kind of like a, it was always a joke. And then it happened. Yeah. And Clone Commandos is like the equivalent of, it was always a joke and they were always messing around, but nobody ever took it seriously. But Mm -hmm. Here we are. We've got clone commandos.
1: Just like the simulations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what,
1: about the game, but I know about that.
0: Which, I mean, the biggest thing about it is, and I talked about this. Uh, I streamed some Battlefront um, Monday? Tuesday? One day you were working late? I don't yes. remember. Um, and I, I was talking about, like, the, the most interesting thing of this is, like, we've seen clone commandos, but they're still not, like, really out there, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping this is like, oh see more of it, maybe we'll see some in uh, yeah. Season 7 or, or something it's just, yeah. you know, they're, they're an underused asset, for sure
1: I'd love to see a um, a strategy game, even really uh, updated strategy game maybe, of clone centric levels, like you're going through training, then you're going mm. through a battle or two Mm-hmm. Like in between little, uh, what is the words that I'm trying to say? I don't know. Let's say a video game movie. Oh, okay. Cutscenes, cut cutscenes. <laughs> cut uh, like cutscenes with Cody and Rex. And mm-hmm. like, this is something hmm That'd fun. be interesting. Like you're playing through the Clone Wars at, mm-hmm. from the clones' perspective. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I mean, it'd be
0: nice to have, um, a new yeah like story mode clone centric yeah. story. Um,
1: kind of like uh, the Russian Click game you really like. Is it all up of your them? arsenal? <laughs> no. Is that is that one? What? What's the one where you're playing through a bunch of levels?
0: All of them. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> got to get specific. But <laughs>
1: specifically. I mean the one where it's kind of like a tower defense game.
0: Oh, that's uh, all for one.
1: All for one. No, or
0: uh, full frontal assault.
1: Full frontal assault.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of innuendos yeah. in their titles. Up your arsenal. Going commando. Full frontal. Um, Into the Nexus, I guess. The one about Booty? Kraken Time. Oh, uh, Quest for Booty. Quest for Booty. I like that one. That's a pirate one. It's a very Uh, fun game. Anyway, so, and then it's all going to lead up to uh, them releasing uh, Rise of Skywalker content. So Mm -hmm. they're already telling us what that's going to be. And I'm, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get Sith Troopers. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's going to be fun. Um, I don't know what the rest is going to look like. I'm sure we're going to get, like an update to Rey and Kylo Mm -hmm. and such but uh, I'm still waiting on that uh, Last Jedi Luke Skywalker skin but whatever. Um, We'll see. So anyway so that's gaming news on to comic news it was revealed by Marvel that their long-running Star Wars main series is going to be coming to an end with issue 75 this coming November. Mm -hmm. The series will end after only just bridging episode 4 to 5. We're in the storyline now uh we're just now getting to where episode Five starts to take place. Yes, everything up to this point has happened after episode four um and so now they're they're calling it mm-hmm. um I don't think that that means that they're not gonna have like a main series. oh no, but uh it's definitely an interesting call when rather than ending if you didn't want to go through episode five, you could just skip ahead or yeah i I don't know. Uh, what do you think?
1: I think, yeah, I mean, we've seen in Star Wars so many times where one story has to end for another to begin, if that makes sense. You know, they're just done telling that story, I guess. Or, you know, some other reason that has to do with, you know, producers and such, but mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Well, I mean, I'm not I bumble. guess I, I kind of always assumed that, okay, they're going to get to episode five. And then they're going to skip over episode 5 yes. and start at the end of episode 5 and do exactly what they've been doing and go from movie to movie. That would make sense. Um, but again, I don't see why you would stop the series to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you would think you would just have an issue where... And then the events of episode 5 happen and move forward, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, again, if you're if you're into lore and if you're into the story, mm-hmm. um, the 75 issues of the Star Wars main run, I highly recommend because it's it's really good storytelling. gets to a lot of interesting character development, a lot of cool stories, um, and it just serves to fill in what were they doing between 4 and 5, which yeah. it, it does a really good job of that camaraderie that, like, they've always had... It, they had it in Episode 4, mm-hmm. but it, it, it definitely shows how it builds up over time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot of interesting... Scenarios that our heroes get in that you wouldn't maybe expect. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just interesting. Um, I don't know. Maybe they won't go five to six. Maybe they'll, now that, uh, you know, it's ending in November, uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out in December, maybe they'll skip the five to six part altogether and just go to after six. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've kind of wondered if after episode nine if a whole bunch of flood of you know post episode six stories is going to start coming out because that's still i mean other than the mandalorian coming that, oh yeah it's that's, uncharted territory right. um which i would rather start to get into that storytelling than the five to six stuff honestly
1: i mean i think i'd like a limited run comic of like leia lando and luke coming up hey the triple l squad um, coming up with the plan el Squad. and chewy <laughs> yeah uh, Leia probably does that to look pretty right. often. i'd love to see them coming up with the plan to like spring Han from the pokey from mm-hmm. the carbonite pokey
0: yeah I mean there's just not as much time I think like four to five there's i think three three years i think there's something like I think that. there's only one year between uh five and six so it's Shorter to explore. I feel like they could do a yeah, like a limited run, yeah, and be good, um, and then. But I, I think that, I mean, we don't need to do a main series for that. No. Like, I mean, if you're gonna do a main series, because that's what this is. You know, um, there's one-off series, there's short story series, and then like the only other ongoing thing is Doctor Aphra right now. Yeah. Um, Darth Vader ended. Um, there's short stuff but so it's like they're gonna they're gonna have a main series if you're gonna have a main series i feel like the most interesting thing to do is go after episode six yeah so i don't know but uh it's definitely interesting um let us know i mean because we're getting into some discussion of how the timeline is starting to fill out now because of some announcements from d23 so Where do you want the timeline most filled in? Where are you most interested to get storytelling? Um, Because I find it interesting to hear where people's interests are. I know where some some's interests are. It's on Tatooine. (laughs)
1: Let's talk about some more D23 stuff. Uh, At D23 we got a peek at some Mando merch that is thanks to a leak of a new Lego set. And oh yeah, we got a trailer. We will talk a little bit more about that in the main show, but ooh, ooh, that's a spicy Mandalorian meatball. It's lovely.
0: (laughs) Mandalorian meatball. If that's not at Galaxy's Edge, if that's not at Galaxy's Edge, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah. Um, so some Disney Plus news, Mm -hmm. which we also got a D23, uh, we finally know when The Clone Wars Season 7 will make its triumphant return, and that will be February 2020.
0: Yeah. Are you... So, how do you feel about it? I mean, we're getting The Mandalorian and and, and Disney Plus all together in November. Mm -hmm. How do you feel having those, like, three or four months wait?
1: I miss it. I want want Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. I miss the Clone Boys. Uh,
0: The most positive perspective I've seen that's a good point is it's after Episode 9, which is nice because there's a lot happening at once because we get a video game, we get a show. I think there's, um, I think the Skywalker Saga book comes out in November, um, it's and the then December, yeah, set. and then December we get, uh, obviously, The Rise of Skywalker, There we're getting two comic runs, we're getting one that leads up to uh, episode nine, we're getting one that leads up to Jedi Fallen, like there's a lot in those two months, and so yeah. um, someone had, had a good perspective of, it, You know, we have something else to look for. It's not all thrown at us at once, which I can appreciate. Absolutely. Um, And it's not right after episode nine either, so it's going to have some time to, you know, settle in and whatnot before Mm -hmm. we get into that.
1: Yep. Uh, It was also revealed that the Cassie and Andor show of unknown title. Yeah, it's not
0: got got a name yet.
1: Cassie and K2. Best bugs Alan,
0: Alan Tudyk said, uh, "K two fast, K two furious." <laughs> I like that one. I like I like that one. Yeah.
1: It's going to begin filming next year in London. I assume at Pinewood Studios. Mm-hmm. Possibly.
0: Could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Um, yeah, it's nice to know. I mean, I imagine. When did we first find out about the Mandalorian? That was like. That was. Like last, last fall. Year. Yeah. And so fall to fall.
1: Yeah, about there.
0: Yeah, so if it yeah. starts filming, let's say early March, April, then yeah. 2021 would be good. So, um which we're not getting another film until 2022, right? Right. right. So, that'll again something to help fill the gap. That's nice. I, yeah. I, I again appreciate it's spreading out a little bit um, with Cassie, and I think they just. They, con- they knew they wanted to do that and were going to do that, so they announced yeah. it soon, uh, or, or earlier, um, just to get it out there. So I think that's why it feels like it's going to be much, much further with yeah. The Mandalorian. I feel like they were working on that for a while behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and they were like, I guess we'll let you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it really doesn't seem like that long ago that we started the Mando hype train. Yeah. So, um, we definitely got tuned into Cassian sooner, I think.
1: Yeah, we absolutely jumped on that hype train pretty much immediately. Yes. The second we had a title.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I went through the stages of grief of... I was really hoping, like, Benioff and Wise would take care of Mandalorians and and whatnot because of the very similar Game of Thrones themes. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm glad that Jon Favreau is the one handling this character and it. It, it, it's a character it's not the whole mm-hmm. group of people so there's still hope for and mando centric i don't think it'll be soon just because i think kind of cross the streams a little bit
1: yeah definitely because i'm
0: just trying to think as the average consumer okay first we get this show now we're getting this trilogy of movies about these characters like you know you know digestion wise it's a little much but yeah um so but anyway but no i mean it's hard not to get excited for Mandalorian's. Yeah, I mean,
1: like you remember you know when you eat dinner and then some and you're so like stuffed and full and then someone comes by with cake and you're like, "Oh, cake. I'll take more." Well, food.
0: that is going to be something interesting because the Mando is coming out before episode 9. Very it's really big to me to think about that because like that's two big Star Wars drops.
1: Yeah, and we're filling in even more of our timeline.
0: Like, I mean, the game, the Jedi Fallen Order, I am excited for, I am looking forward to, but, I mean, that's not, I, I'm not foreseeing a huge chunk dropped on us. Mm-hmm. Whereas with The Mandalorian, yeah, that's going to be a lot, you know. Um, yeah. I don't know that they, have they said how many episodes it's going to be? I mean, I'm assuming like a Netflix 12 season episode, or 12 episode season?
1: I'd imagine so. Um, do you think we're going to get any huts? Because there is definitely still one out there. Well there's a couple.
0: No. Um I no. Yeah,
1: we haven't seen Stinky since like the Clone Wars movie. No. We've I don't seen know if him. Filoni worked on no. Are you sure? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say we saw him in one no. episode. No, I'm just kidding. Uh no.
0: No. No. Wow. He hasn't he hasn't shown up since the movie. <laughs> Filoni did work on the Mando. It'd be interesting, but name. I don't think so.
1: I, just, I can't uh, remember. Rhoda. Rhoda the Hutt. Yeah. Could, could we get Rhoda the Hutt at some
0: point? I mean, eventually I'd like to know what happened, but... Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> Someone accidentally stepped on
0: him. <laughs> right. Um, also revealed with Disney Plus stuff is the thing that got everybody's gobbles gibbled. Um, the gibbles. Except ours. <laughs> except mine, I'll say.
1: I. Now, this isn't to say that we're not, you know, happy... That there's more content of Obi Wan in the future. We just don't know what he would do. Yeah,
0: um, <laughs> like, it was finally confirmed, uh, which we pretty fervently figured wasn't true. Yeah. It, it you know, it's been thrown around since forever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's been it, it's been something fans have wanted more of. Forever is more Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan. And so, and it seemed like every year there was a season of Obi Wan rumors. It was happening, it was happening, it was happening. Um, It resurfaced recently, and sure enough, it turned out to be true this time. Ewan McGregor himself showed up at D23 to confirm it. And we're going to talk more about that later, but, um, you know, we talked in our last main show about it because the rumors were circulating. You know, I'm this is one of those things I'm not excited yet. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i not there yet. I'm sure... Yeah. I, I love Ewan McGregor. Emphasize the yet. Yeah, I love Ewan McGregor. I love his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Absolutely. The main thing is is just I don't know what the heck it's going to be mm-hmm. and I've heard some theories, I've heard some guesses and fan fictions and whatnot, but I don't like any of them. I None of them quite work For me to get on board, I guess, is what I mean. I get that. Um, And so, not having that thing... Like, usually there's an... Oh, uh, they're going to steal the Death Star plans. That can be interesting. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's usually... Oh, he's Mandalorian. Do we know anything else? No, he's Mandalorian. Well, that's actually still kind of interesting. Like... There's usually yeah. at least something, if I don't have the full picture, I can like latch on like, Yeah. this is exciting though.
1: Basically all we know is that, <gasps> it's Obi-Wan Kenobi! Right. He's on Tatooine! So, we knew that.
0: The biggest thing is, I'm waiting for a trailer. I'm waiting to see yeah. something, uh, which it starts filming next year as well, so it's going to be a while, but mm-hmm. I need to see something of what it's going to be, I think, before I can really get into the hype. I just, Yeah. right now I'm just excited that Ewan McGregor's back. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not necessarily excited for Kenobi. I'm excited for Ewan McGregor.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I it's, mean, I never
0: thought I'd yeah. be in this place. Right? Like, I never thought I'd be so <laughs> conflicted.
1: Like, you love Ewan McGregor. I love so Ewan much. McGregor.
0: I love Obi Wan Kenobi, and I love Star Wars content. Yeah. And I feel like, especially with this podcast, we've been so on fire for mm-hmm. everything that's been coming out. This is the first time that has really been kind of like a. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's not to say if you are excited, absolutely be excited yeah, about it. Yeah, we're not this. trying to we're no. not trying to rain on a parade. No, we we're don't. We that's the last thing we want to do. We want to encourage you to be positive and have excitement for things. We're just saying that we're not necessarily excited about it right now.
0: Yeah, I just I need to see more, um, because right now my brain can't fill in the gaps. All I see is Obi Wan. Roasting Womp Rats on Tatooine Yeah You know, that's not a show that excites me as of yet So, we'll see Um, Mm -hmm. We'll also talk more about it in uh, the main show But, uh, altogether, uh, for those of you that have been waiting for this for a long time We'd love to hear from you what it was like What you felt when uh, it finally was announced And and whatnot, so
1: Yeah Uh, Fancast for Young Luke Would you rather it be digital? Or would you Jake Lloyd Jake (laughs) Lloyd? I'm just
0: kidding no He's uh, jail Would you He's rather jail.
1: it be digital Or would you rather it be Sebastian Stan in a wig It's not Stan well, No
0: <laughs> He's only eight
1: That'd be cool if that I- <laughs> <laughs> Just Sebastian Stan On his knees Just like Papa
0: Right uh, Aunt Peru no. shows up Now That's something interesting We'll, we'll save it for later But um, yeah. I don't really care Who they cast as Luke Honestly It's Kid Luke
1: <laughs> Nick I- Nolte I- <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! brew.
1: I brought you some wild rants. Uh So the lucky attendees of D twenty three this year got an exclusive first look at the new trailer for Thrust, the Rise of Skywalker,
0: or the Rise of Skywalker. Yes, yeah, just just the Rise of Skywalker. Um,
1: as well as some more time with JJ and cast discussing the film and some behind the scenes looks at the film. Uh, we also got some leaks from a few Lego sets that give us plenty of Thros! The Rise of Skywalker oh <laughs> stuff to talk about next week.
0: Yeah, the Lego stuff came first. Um, so <laughs> we're, uh, we're going to talk about that because we love Lego yeah. and whatnot. But it also gives us a good glimpse at some things that we're going to see. So again, it's one of those like, you might not necessarily like the way it's delivered, but the lore is there and whatnot. Yeah. But um, yeah, luckily, uh, you can quench the, the fear and anxieties. Um, it was quickly to confirmed. <laughs> It was quickly confirmed that uh, we're getting the footage that was shown at D23 Monday, mm-hmm. so that's nice. Now I will say, it. I will say there was one time I think it was both with Solo and like The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, be on the lookout. It's gonna drop on this day," and then. Lo and behold, it was like a day early. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that happened at the Super Bowl with Solo, and that blew my freaking mind. It was
1: incredible. Like we, we were. at a Super Bowl party, and you ran from another room. Yeah, because I was I was <laughs> standing
0: outside of the main room. Um, I think I was talking to someone. Yeah, you were talking well, I to, it, to like, your was like in boss. the middle of the com- yeah. I was talk- I was in the middle of a conversation, and then I hear the music, the like yeah. the blong of, of the trailer. And I don't know what it was. I think it was when I saw the scene of the star destroyer in the yeah. storm.
1: I think I yelled for you. I was like,
0: "Wait a minute!" And I ran away from our conversation. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, oh. uh, "And it was, it was." I think it was. Oh gosh, when was it? It was on a Sunday, but it was supposed to drop Monday. Yeah. So it was like it was like. And what then the it heck? dropped
1: fifteen minutes later. Yeah, it was and just like we watched it like five more times.
0: I mean, you know, I'm not. I don't want to get on the train of. Solo's marketing was broken but that was one of those things where it's just like Solos. that's not how I like to find out Yeah, I like I like to be on the lookout I like to receive it the way it was meant to be received not the whole, oh by the way like, but anyway yeah.
1: um, Solo's marketing was not broken it was just not pushed as well as it could have been sorry, or broken or, yeah,
0: broken <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, so but anyway we'll talk more uh, The Rise so of Skywalker um, well not this week not this week Next week. Yeah, next week. We're going to save that partially because the footage is dropping Monday, mm-hmm. um, so that way we have time to watch that and catch anything we may have missed. Um, also, just because, again, this episode's going to be pretty full as it is. We're going to talk about The Mandalorian, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan, and we're going to talk about the one-year podcasting anniversary of Nerd Herder here, so uh, we're moving uh, The Rise of Skywalker to its own episode that it can be fully delved into and explored and just theorized to heck so uh but yeah that's our news for the week before we dive into the thing everybody is mostly here for um let's chat a little bit let's let's take some time for us let's take some time for you and me let's 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 self-care yes let's look at us
1: we got some masks
0: us is beautiful um (laughs) no uh we you know I, i wanted to take some time this is our one-year anniversary of podcasting. Not exactly. It's <laughs> the same week. Yeah. It, it's, it's a week of the year later or yeah. something. Language, words, forming sentences. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. tell. We're into yeah. it one year. Um, and so I kind of want to do take a moment to take that in Mm -hmm. and and talk about that a little bit before we dive into the thing everybody actually is here for, which is the Star Wars news. Take it in. (laughs) So, um, what's an impact or some impact that having this this podcast has had on you this past year?
1: Um, I've gotten used to talking a lot (laughs) about Star Wars.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because before this you used to be quiet. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not talking to you Okay
1: um, Well yeah I am um, I think I've gotten a lot more confident In my knowledge of Star Wars I may not know everything but I know I know things mm-hmm. I drink tea and I know things <laughs> um, I think all in all I've just become a lot more comfortable With Star Wars as a whole If mm-hmm. that makes sense Mm-hmm. like slipping on a pair of jeans that you like that <laughs> fit good
0: yeah well because you talked about some of that like when we did the utini thing
1: yeah like i i've never felt so included in a conversation about star wars than the episode that we did with um, the living force podcast uh, utini yeah which um, go
0: check them out they absolutely. are on youtube um and all other podcast places they're mm-hmm. uh, they're really great guys uh really fun to chat with and also to listen to mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot so highly recommended. it
1: Paradox and Eric
0: <laughs> yeah oh hey, why is that not their <laughs> podcast name
1: because.
0: Paradox and Eric <laughs> that should be the after show name that should be the you after gotta pay show. us for that guys
1: um, they don't <laughs> watch our show sure. um, but yeah I've, I've never felt so included in a conversation about something that I love um, than the podcast that we did with them Mm-hmm. Um, I've also never felt so included um, in the Star Wars community than when we went to um, Celebration last year, which is something that happened in the year of podcasting, which is wild. Yeah. Um, all in all, it's just made me feel a lot more included mm-hmm. in um, my nerddom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if that makes sense.
0: No, yeah, that's... I mean, that's the... You know that kind of goes with my appreciation for this in this year of podcasting is you know the community yeah um, that it's opened us up to Um, of course we have our community we have our amazing followers and listeners and now watchers and whatnot but um, we also have podcasting friends and we also just have friends in general Um, they don't necessarily listen to all the episodes or check everything out but Mm -hmm. We interact on a regular basis because of Star Wars um, and
1: yeah. my brothers now think I'm cool
0: <laughs> it's it's just amazing I mean if I think about how I talk about having the podcast most often mm-hmm. usually it's about that retrospective of I don't know what Star Wars means to me I I've always ne- I, I guess felt weird because I love Star Wars so much. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, people like it, but they don't like it like me. And I, you know, not necessarily felt bad about that, but just felt different. And what I found in a year of podcasting about Star Wars, yeah. it, there's a whole lot of people like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some of
0: them have podcasts as well. Um, yeah.
1: It's like we had a long stretch of time where it was just the two of us who spoke each other's language if that makes sense mm-hmm. like um yeah like, could, like everybody else was kind
0: of like on the fringe like they knew we <laughs> talked about this stuff yeah. they knew we liked this stuff
1: I know some of those words
0: but they were right it, they were <laughs> they weren't in it like yeah. we we I don't think we have very many friends uh mm-hmm. like we have a good handful of friends that we can have these conversations with but it's also not on a regular basis but um mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, before before the podcast, it was mm-hmm. it was sparse.
1: Yeah, like I can talk to you. I could say, you know, how cool is that scene on Moriband, with, where Bane's bones just basically come to life, and mm-hmm. you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you know exactly what I'm talking <laughs> about. But say that in a room full of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, pretty slim, but someone's gonna know. What and even talk. with the the podcasting, or like it's it's also brought that spectrum. Yeah. of the fandom as well because not only that not only in, in our usual circle but also in in the po- podcasting community and star wars community there you get any number of fans yeah. who have their particular interests or have their version of star wars and whatnot and and that's been another enlightening and humbling thing because you know as positive as we try and be you know yeah. i know that i've in the past had some very strict this is the way it is this is how you like Star Wars this is what's good you know and yeah. i think every fan of anything goes through that mm-hmm. if you love it you go through this phase of the way i love it kind of the right way like yeah. you can love it that way sure but like you really need to love it like this mm-hmm. or like you you can like it but
1: uh, you know yeah but um, you're not a real fan unless yeah, like,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, and so, you know, getting into getting really ingrained with why people love what they love and getting to know what they love, even. Yeah. Um, it's very humbling and it, it, it's very, it, it really causes you to look at the kind of person you are.
1: It teaches you perspective.
0: It, it, it you know, how you treat people, how you talk about things, because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I'll say that as much as we're exposed to positivity, we're also exposed to some negativity. Mm -hmm. And there's instances where I'm on the the side of that, of you should really like it my way. And, you know, feeling that, knowing I've treated other people like that in the past, like it's it's really, you know, jarring. It's really, you know, it it causes you to think about being a better person and a better fan.
1: I mean, we were listening to a podcast recently where someone started... You know, going on a tirade about something that we enjoyed about uh, a show. It, it's the, Twin t- Peaks? the Twin Peaks oh, okay. podcast, yeah, okay. yeah, like with the Andy and Lucy stuff. Like,
0: oh, right, 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 right.
1: They started like breaking down and being well, angry about it. what and was
0: what was interesting is that even in that moment, I I was reminded of like the Last Jedi stuff because it's a very similar. You're not treating legacy characters right. It, they should have gotten treated like this and yeah. I, you know it's a very similar kind of forward mindset it, mm-hmm. that you know it's, it's just one of those where it's just like oh, I, you yeah. know, like.
1: and I, listening to that I was like have we ever said something like that like I personally loved the Andy and Lucy parts of the Twin Peaks The Return but
0: just like I personally loved the whole Luke Skywalker thing and exactly. I've I, I loved everything mm-hmm. about the sequel trilogy
1: yeah, it, it makes you think, like, have I ever put someone in the position that I'm feeling right now? Right. Like, have I ever, you know, and, cracked and on something that someone else
0: you loves? You can't always, and I talked about this in a recent Monday Motivation, you can't always go back and fix things. You can't always go back and get forgiveness for all the times you've been a butt face. Yeah. But it, if you can at least be motivated to be a better person mm-hmm. in the future, you know, and
1: the best form of apology is improvement right in my opinion yeah
0: and and i think that's been something big at least for me yeah uh, i know i think we both kind of went i think i went through it again with the clone wars as you were going through it with the whole jar jar thing yeah because it was still like i just stopped pooping on jar jar <laughs> oh, poop, on jar, jar. poop poop on Jar Jar. Your mama is so dumb, she thinks that Jar Jar comes with pickles. Pickles. Stop. <laughs> um, Stop it. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna rip off your face and eat it.
0: I like. I just kind of stopped. Yeah. Being a part of that crowd, mm-hmm. I didn't so much really address how negative and toxic those things were now at the end yeah. of the day I've never had the pleasure of meeting him at best I would actually love to
1: absolutely we've seen him from a, across the way right like, at but, the photo op but we weren't we weren't able to like
0: I, I I know that in no way can I feel responsible you know like I directly attacked him but knowing that there were people that did yeah and I, I you know I I'm I'm of a type where generally I look at things where it's no worse than the other. Whether you use words or actions to hurt somebody, they're both bad. And so it was one of those things where it's like, wow. Because that was also around the time that he was coming out, a lot about how negative that experience had been. And so with you coming around to him through the Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. all of that... It just—it yeah. was one of those experiences where it's like, wow! I need to be a better fan. I need to be a better person.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and admit I had a low opinion of the Phantom Menace when we first started. Uh, I podcast. never knew. No, I'm just kidding. No, you knew. I knew. You knew because I, I was vocal about it <laughs> to you, but not necessarily to the podcast. Yeah. I had a low opinion of the prequels as a whole, mm-hmm. except for three. But there's something that comes with perspective it's the change of opinion mm-hmm. i defended tooth and nail of uh, the phantom menace to someone the other day mm-hmm. because as i've as a ground as a person
0: star wars will help you grow star
1: wars will help you grow um and watch the clone <laughs> wars and being giving given a different perspective through lore and shows and books and all of those great things about you know the t- this timeline uh, or this part of the timeline, I've grown to love the prequels as mm-hmm. a whole. Because I realized this is an incredibly important part of the story. Mm. And maybe there were one or two aspects that I did not personally enjoy. As a whole, the prequels ain't bad. Like, they
0: Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all in what you choose to latch on to.
1: Exactly. If you go into watching a film... With an expectation of negativity, you're going to get what you look for every time.
0: Right. Um, Yeah. You know, and I think we talked about that a little bit when we talked about our 10 favorite things about um, Attack of the Clones, which is on our YouTube channel. Um, You know, about, like, sometimes you got to work with it to, you know, like, sometimes you got to suspend, okay, Mm -hmm. that was just weird dialogue, but... And maybe maybe yeah. he didn't have coffee this morning or like you know
1: and the understanding that these are two characters in emotional arrested development there's a reason Anakin can't talk to women because he's <laughs> never been taught to talk to women except for his mom mm-hmm. who he left at a young age mm-hmm. he's in a situation right now it, yeah. i understand him a lot better now
0: yeah it's all about perspective as it's Obi-Wan all about would say We talked a little bit more than I thought, but got to some of the things in terms of like highlights and and, and whatnot, but, um, so what excites you about the future of the Nerd Herder? What do you, you year two, we're going into it, what what are you excited for?
1: I'm excited to not have a bright light shining in my eyes, but that's not going to go away. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just excited for the future in general.
0: No, that's a, a general <laughs> optimism. That's a very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I expected. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just really Well, there excited. you go. At least you're excited. I'm um, excited for more IG concepts.
0: Yes. I mean, Beautiful you know... boys. Uh, I was talking to uh, Ryan on Twitter. Um, Hi, Ryan. Not your brother, uh, but Ryan Bullock. He's my brother. He's uh, my soul uh, brother. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we were just going back and forth because of this news and, you know... I think what I'm excited about is yeah. not just now that we're, which we, I mean, it's been a year now. We're no longer just experiencing Star Wars ourselves, but mm-hmm. we're experiencing it and then we're getting to experience it even further and greater through the community that we have. So I'm Absolutely. looking forward to this packed out year of Star wars and and what it's going to be like to, you know, all <coughs> go over it uh, uh, with our fans and followers to you know discuss it theorize and all this other stuff and everything i'm excited because i know in uh, about six months we're going to galaxy's edge and that's mind blowing it's
1: mind blowing Um, it's so exciting i can't wait i want to pet the lock cat Um,
0: i mean if we can get media passes we're going to celebration again like there's just there's a lot in knowing that it's had such a impact and presence on this year Mm -hmm. um getting to do any of it again or any of it more uh is very very exciting and so um but uh just a quick blurb to say thank you to everyone that listens watches and all that good stuff um we encourage you we're in a year and we've got a lot of room to grow so uh, make sure that you're sharing the episodes make sure you're rating and letting other people know what you think because we really want to see this explode in our next year we want to get more people involved more conversations going all of this great relationship building and community building all under the nerd herder banner and whatnot so yeah. uh, we need to get Frank or some friends guys we do Frank Poor or baby. what do we name the Ewok?
1: no That's Wicket.
0: I know, but it's like a giant wicket. I thought we might name it. Bicket. Bicket? Yes, Bicket. Big Wicket. So we'll talk about our shelf display. uh, Because, again, if you're listening to this, uh, we put this up on YouTube. He doesn't
1: belong here. but We
0: decorate (laughs) a shelf uh, in in view of it so that uh, it's themed after what we're going to talk about. So we'll talk about it in the show. But uh, we wanted to take a moment just bask in the awesomeness that... We do this thing called Podcasting Star yeah. Wars, um, and it's amazing, and you guys are amazing because you help make this all worth it because we would have these conversations one way or another. Yeah. Um, the fact that we film it and record it and put it out there, and you guys listen and love it and interact, that's amazing. And so yeah. um, We're going to bask in your love. Yeah. We are excited for uh, year two yeah. of Nerd Herder.
1: I'm going to bask like a seal.
0: Hashtag Nerd Herder 2. <laughs> Alright, so, like we said, we've gotten a lot of stuff with D23, and we've taken some time to enjoy ourselves and enjoy the awesomeness that is one year of podcasting and whatnot. (laughs) I would hoped that we would have our new anniversary pins to show off to you, but I'm going to kind of throw a couple of those up, Um, if you don't know, over on Patreon, to celebrate our one year anniversary. Uh, If you sign up now, or if you upgrade, if you're already a patron, then you get a swag pack of nerd herderness, a yeah. whole bunch of buttons, stickers, and a really nice thank you uh, from us to you and whatnot. So uh, check yeah. it out. If you love what we do, It you can get it at any rate. Normally, you have to join at $7 to get a swag pack, but anyone who signs up, you can sign up for a dollar even. Uh, you get a swag pack, and it's awesome, and it's meant to be mm-hmm. something you enjoy while also sharing. Um, so, you're going to get some extra pins to share with other folks and sh- share the Nerd Herder love. Yeah. And whatnot. So, yeah. uh, check out our Patreon for that.
1: Enjoy Herd Papa. I forgot what your name was. Herd Leader's artwork. Because he is. Yes, a very we, good
0: we did our. We did we them. Did we did them good. good. We did them good. did them real well. So, hopefully. Uh, we
1: arted real hard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> whoever, whoever gets them, hopefully, you like them. Um, yep. Uh, We ordered a few, so help us get rid of them and and help celebrate and show off your love of nerd herder.
1: Heck yeah!
0: Anyway, speaking of love uh, and Star Wars... (laughs) I love you. I love you. Uh, I also love you and McGregor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can't even... I I don't like you. So we kind of introduced the topic. Um, What we're going to dive into now is a little bit more with uh, the Obi-Wan series, and then we're going to go into breaking down some of what we get for The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing that I don't think we talked about in uh, the news blurb again, if you know if you skip to the news because you're a bum bum, uh, we are getting an Obi One series. I saw. Yes. I don't know if it's <clears throat> accurate. Um, I did see someone post a Kenobi, a Star Wars story banner, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but what I don't. I don't know if that. I, I I feel like it may be.
1: I don't think it's going to be called. Come,
0: come, I want come it Obi- to be called Ben. I want. it to, want be, it called it to be called ben. Ben.
1: ben. I would love that.
0: Um. Anyway, but. Uh, yes it is happening mm-hmm. much to our uh, doubt you know yeah, I mean we you're
1: not wrong. it's not
0: like we're gonna go burn down Lucasfilm to sabotage the thing but no we just I didn't think it was burn gonna happen
1: because it's full of droids <laughs> no I want
0: to live at Lucasfilm Accurate. Um, you gotta be careful though Ray Parks the guard there
1: oh, boy. he's. you've ever seen skinny. fanboys very spinny <laughs> and I love that
0: movie anyway um, so that is a good movie. yes it's confirmed it's happening we didn't think so, but it is, and a lot of people are excited. Uh, and the most interesting thing about it is, when we first kind of went back and forth on it, mm-hmm. um, it was, oh, it's happening, uh, hopefully it's Clone Wars, or something, or, like, no, it's it's happening eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Yes. So, it's happening almost halfway through the gap from mm-hmm. three to four, um, which is really interesting. Yeah. But, it's not anywhere near rebels so we're likely not going to connect those two um, but it's it's definitely well into his exile his yeah. time on tatooine and whatnot so I guess the biggest thing is I wanted to talk a little bit about what you may think will be some of the plot what do you think is gonna be going on with this because I know we talked about it can't be that long of a series no. right like it you know but What what do you think?
1: Did Obi Wan bury Darth Maul?
0: I think so.
1: Okay, that's all I've been thinking about, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if we saw.
1: Yeah, I'd love. This is completely off topic.
0: I've only seen that season once, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not sure. We will find out. We are going through our Rebels we watch right now.
1: Yeah. The thing I've been, because that's what I've been thinking about. The probably the most interesting thing that happens in his exile is the Darth Maul fight. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he prob he probably exerted a lot of energy during that. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't seen it, so we'll see. I've been right aged in five years. Yeah, I've been purposefully avoiding. Anytime I see anything about the Darth Maul fight Mm -hmm. in Rebels, or anything about Darth Maul in Rebels, because I want to be surprised. Mm -hmm. I want to be... We're getting there. We'll get there. I miss my boy. Um, But I just... I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do.
0: We spoke about the... Star Wars main run mm-hmm. that's coming to an end at issue seventy five. Part of that actually tells us a little bit about Obi Wan's time on Tatooine. He saves Owen from a bounty hunter um, who's trying to learn more. Of, or no, no, no. This is what this is before even that. But um, yeah, he does. He does save Owen Lars from a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. That happens. Okay. Um, we we see he went to the market a few times. We see that he. Um, Kinda helped out when there was like a drought and Jabba's thugs were, um, you know, uh, overtaxing people for water uh, and whatnot. Like a lot of small-time stuff. Not a lot of things. Um, the most I thought of was more of that. Maybe we see Jabba the Hutt. Maybe, maybe That'd we. Be lovely. This is one of the first times we're going to a realm yeah. when he's still alive. It maybe Obi Wan catches on to some thuggy plot somewhere around Tatooine. And thuggy decides, plot. That's right, my rap name. He decides to... Now, I, I will say, I was thinking about this on the car ride home. I, I, the one interesting thing is, I wonder if we can see more pod racing. Because <gasps> I'd like to see more pod racing. That
1: would <laughs> be sound design! Yes.
0: I would love to see more pod racing, but... That would be um, great.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I just... The most I can see is maybe, like, Java or some kind of gang trouble. Yeah. I Like, I don't see... I don't see him leaving planet. I really don't want him to go off on some, you know, adventure uh, or to try and take down the Empire. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that would spoil a lot of and his that, character.
1: That would give him away. Right. Immediately.
0: Yeah. So, Do I want it to stay local, quiet. Maybe he. Maybe it's almost like a vigilante style maybe. thing where he's acting in secret. I'm butman. Huh? I'm butman. I'm butman. <laughs> um... I don't know.
1: Yeah. Do you think we're gonna get a CG Jabba or a puppet Jabba?
0: I feel like they would go. I feel like they would go puppet. I'd love a puppet. Um. <laughs> I, I would love a puppet. That's ninety percent of my thought process <laughs> daily.
1: I would love a puppet.
0: Um. Yeah. I I would really love. Now that does spoil it because Cassian, uh the show, uh, uh, Diego Luna really wants to touch Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> He really... And and I really want that to happen for Diego because I love the man. Right. Um, and can we talk about the fact that Diego Luna is going to be 40... Right. ...playing a 25-year-old?
1: 23. 23. And he still <laughs> looks good. He's got... No he one's
0: going to... No one's going to... No one's going to no say anything. No, because
1: all he has to do is shave and he's 12.
0: Um... Yeah, I really want Jabba to happen for Diego. So
1: absolutely, I but want him to be could, able to touch a hut. He
0: could double show. He could. He could show up. We could yeah. get some double Jabba. You know.
1: I mean, he's been in films all over the place um, in the Clone War too.
0: So I don't. I mean, he he's going to be on Tatooine at an interesting time. I'd like some cool, interesting seeing Ewan come close to contact with a lot of familiar original trilogy mm-hmm. stuff. Will be interesting. If he runs into Greedo, that'll be interesting.
1: How much do you want to bet that the first line of that show is going to be "Hello there."
0: <laughs> but it's not Obi Wan. It's not Obi Wan. Um,
1: technically, Greedo said it first.
0: That is true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, and this, these are the things that are keeping me from getting fully I- I- into it, is because I just. I can't really fill it in with anything that I feel yeah. 100% in.
1: And you know what? We're probably going to be pleasantly surprised. I mean, look at this conversation right now. We're getting excited about stuff that we'd like to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, you know, I needed, I needed more when it came to... When I first heard about Rogue One... I was interested. Mm -hmm. And then the trailer came out, and I was blown away. I I knew I was going to love this movie, and I do love it. So I feel like this is going to be one of those things where I am interested because it's Ewan McGregor. It's it's Obi-Wan. I'm sure, again, once I see something, Mm -hmm. I'll be all in and excited, and it'll be amazing. Nonetheless, I mean, it's Star Wars, and um, somebody loves it with no information needed. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. And so I'm hoping to get on the same level. I, You know, I want to be more excited. Um, I just know it's going to take time for that.
1: Also, something that we did not talk about in the news was we watched the first two episodes of Star Wars Rollout.
0: Oh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. That was so it's super cute. cute.
1: It's so cute.
0: It is super cute.
1: Very Jordan-centric. And so, I, like
0: the, I mean, that's all we really got. We know it's happening, and we know it yeah. starts filming next year. So it's another 2021 Probably show
1: and we know that Ewan McGregor still looks good
0: I know that that's probably going to be a lot less production value than the Cassian show I'm sure because of I mean all the digital effects of K2 Right (laughs) all the digital effects of K2 I'm sure are going to be More costly and Mm -hmm. you're going to be within the rebellion so I'm sure we're going to see some more battles and. We're going to see
1: more aliens, hopefully.
0: Yeah, whereas with Obi-Wan, yeah, I imagine it'll be a little bit more minimalist so Nonetheless again hoping to get there.
1: Yeah
0: Um, The bigger thing um, that we got more of from D23 is uh, the Mandalorian.
1: And Legos.
0: Yeah, now, uh, the Mandalorian is going to get far outshone by uh, the Rise of Skywalker um, next week from all of our conversations, but as for now, it gets the limelight, and it's good.
1: Absolutely, because we want to be able to just chit-chat about the Mandalorian, because we got this great trailer these
0: great Lego sets. Yeah, so we, we enjoy Legos. We um, do. We like and Legos. And so this was exciting. And this and the uh, Rise of Skywalker Legos dropped well before D23. Um, and so it's really interesting. As for now, this is the only thing I know we're getting, and this is going to be a Triple Force Friday thing. This is going to be, I think, the October major merch and toy release event of Star Wars. Absolutely. Now, they've also said... Triple Force Friday. The reason it's Triple Force is it's going to be The Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, and Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm hoping we'll see some more about that soon. For now, we do have stuff for the Mando, um, and what it is is we get the ATST Raider,
1: which looks lovely.
0: Originally, this was leaked under the name Rusty Legs, um, and when you see it, you can see why. I'm I am gonna. I'll, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see it as we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely seems like an old A.T.S.T. being kept alive. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, based on who comes with it in the trailer that we do get to see Rusty Legs in, Mm -hmm. um, do you think, I mean, the easy assumption is it's Imperial, is this the Imperials, or is this something else?
1: I think, um, I do think, don't I? I think (laughs) it's part of uh, Giancarlo's band of friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, arsenal, does that make sense? Yeah. I say that a lot. So you think it's like it's the yeah. you think
0: it is the imperial remnant groups.
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, I call we call him Giancarlo because we don't know his name yet.
0: Oh, the uh, the imperial yeah. that he's playing. Yeah, no.
1: We uh, haven't got any names.
0: Call, I'm gonna call him Sheriff. Sheriff. Sure. The sheriff. Um, yeah. So it's a typical ATST. It just has interesting legs, and it comes with four characters. The title character, the Mandalorian, which he looks great. I, I love their attempt to replicate his mm-hmm. rifle there. It looks pretty it good. It looks good. Um, I kind of would have rathered if they made a new thing just for him, but yeah. this is a good replica. Um, we also get uh, Cara Dune, Gina Carano's character, and we get two alien characters, which I'm going to go ahead and go... Um, of saying look like Clotuinians,
1: they do, don't they?
0: Um, which, if you don't know that offhand, I'll throw up an image of Castus from um, the Clone Wars. He's probably the most well-known Clotuinian, I guess. There's yeah. there's a couple on Jabba's barge, but I, like I feel like if I say you know Castus, most people are gonna be like, oh that ugly guy.
1: Yeah. I've got a tiny picture on my phone, <laughs> yeah, so it's um, looking at it.
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I can because we you know from boss lego figure we know if it was trandoshan it would have the trandoshan lizard head yes so it's not a trandoshan it's just the overbite mm-hmm. or i guess underbite is that underbite a, underbite the underbite is what because castus has a big one Clotuinians in general have a bit of an underbite so mm-hmm. that's what i'm guessing um so it's really interesting i hope this is the first of many mando lego sets um because number one i want more lego death troopers Number two, I want Lego flame troopers. Yes. Number three, I just want more Lego Mando. are
1: they called Inferno Troopers? Huh? The flame troopers?
0: Uh I mean it depends. We don't have an official name. I, I think, think
1: Inferno Troopers is a cool name.
0: Um I don't know. That might be what they were called in Force Unleashed, because they're or just fireboys. Re- they're pretty directly related to that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Keep, now, keep. this is not a flame trooper helmet, it's yeah. a shock trooper helmet. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was kind of appropriate. Also, I know he's not Mandalorian. But I like Boba Fett. so She's get over. not Mandalorian either. So, oh yeah, so we said we would talk about this. So, also on our shelf we have our two Obi-Wan uh, Funkos, which is nice. Uh, we already mentioned Frank And then down here, uh, we've got... The closest we've got to Mando stuff right now, we've got uh, a quarter of the IG collection. <laughs> Just a couple. <laughs> um, and also... Uh, the three boba's I think that most represent the Mando because it's yeah. the holiday special boba. Yeah, um, we
1: got we got A B and D right now. C's on the. Also,
0: I also got this huge honking Mando skull. It
1: is so heavy. It's
0: easily four pounds. Yeah,
1: and then also you got your Mando signet ring. Yeah, signet. Signet. Is the G silent?
0: Um, got that at you Celebration, the and then a um, couple of Death Troopers there. Yeah,
1: and you're just gonna prance over Dr. Malcolm here? Ian
0: Malcolm, yes. He invaded the shelf.
1: Sexy boy.
0: Um, because
1: he's Jeff Goldblum and he can so, go wherever he wants.
0: <laughs> so something to give a little more conversation to, we finally got a real full official trailer. Yes. Um, a couple of months in, of an, uh, in advance of the full release, we finally get a good look at the trailer. And yes. I will say, we were talking about this at dinner. I'm very glad they waited.
1: Yes, because absolutely,
0: what we saw at Celebration was great. Well, the, what would, <laughs> Well, what we what we saw on Reddit, yes. which was what somebody else saw <laughs> at Celebration. Yes, thank um, you, by the way. Which yes, okay, it's hard to judge in that, but it was clearly it was a sizzle reel. It was it was the first thing they could put together. Mm-hmm. They were still in post production. Yeah, this. Is what the show is meant to look like and it looks oh fantastic.
1: it's beautiful
0: so we're just gonna walk through the trailer a little bit talk about some of the elements yeah. of that and, and maybe what we think because there's yeah. actually a good bit here that wasn't in the trailer mm-hmm. and there's a good bit in the uh, the celebration trailer that's not here yeah not that I think they cut anything out but they're re- they refocused yeah, I think is what I will say.
1: I'll say the first image that really struck me was oh my
0: gosh these
1: stormtrooper helmets on spikes.
0: I'm getting some very T2 uh, yes. opening scene vibes because yeah. that opens up with you see the graveyard of skulls and then it's squished by a terminator. We don't get it. <laughs> we don't get a squished uh, stormtrooper helmet here, but we do get a good couple shots of yeah. um, trooper helmets in it, which
1: could be empty. No, <laughs> could also not be.
0: W- what I find interesting is... Do you think this is a anti-imperial thing? Or do you think this is Giancarlo's... Like, because... Here's the thing. Yeah. We only see two troopers with... Well, not... We see two kinds of troopers with him. Yes. We see death troopers and inferno troopers. With... Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Her- Warner Herzog's character? Yeah. With the contractor, as I'll call him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With him, we see the traditional troopers. So I'm wondering... Because my best guess right now is I feel like Herzog, the contractor, is hiring the the Mando to take out or capture
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, the sheriff.
1: The imagery of the helmets on spikes, it strikes me as someone trying to send a message. Well, and
0: Giancarlo plays really good off-their-rocker characters. That's and and I feel... I get those vibes from this whole thing. I get, like, he's the one to be scared of in this whole scheme. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is him. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his territory kind of thing. Because, you know, there's a lot of sand throughout the show.
1: Oh, there's so much sand.
0: I don't know. It just it looks, feels similar to areas we see later when we actually see the sheriff mm-hmm. character. Uh, I'm just calling him that because it seems like <laughs> when he sure. seems like he's in charge.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Um, anyway, so we cut from there we see a uh, overshot of the um, I think is it the Razorback?
1: Yes, I think that's what it's called.
0: The I think it's the Razorback, the Mando's ship. Um, it's going over a very green area, very mm-hmm. lush. Right. I do not think that that is where we see it next when it's landed because no. where it's landed is very dishevelled and and yeah. uh Not pretty looking.
1: No, I mean, we see a mountain in the background, but it looks very washed out.
0: Yeah, this looks very gravelly and whatnot. I think this is, though, the same place where we see, in the next scene, the Mando's meeting with Carl Weathers' character, Mm -hmm. um, the guild leader. um, And this is something we saw from footage before where uh, this is where the Mando gets connected with Werner Herzog's contracting character.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: We see another shot of the Razorback... if we're not calling it the right thing, then don't correct us. Um, <laughs> flying over some interesting planet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Looks like an interesting place. Now, the next thing we see, we're back on a jungle planet. Mm-hmm. We're back on a very green planet.
1: It looks like we're going to be doing a good bit of planet hopping. in the first season.
0: And on this, we're behind the Mando as the bay door, I assume, of his ship opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess getting ready for a mission. Um, and so uh, that's a nice shot. Then then we see um, the Mando uh, with an Ognot yes. off in the distance, which it was um, thrown around and rumored. Nick Nolte
1: mm-hmm.
0: is playing an Ognaught, apparently. Apparently. I, this, I
1: think he would do good. This was, was back
0: when they were saying, oh, Bosk and IG-88 are going to be in this. And everybody was like, well, I mean, even we were like, uh, now it turned out to be IG-11 we haven't seen anything of Boss, but uh, mm-hmm. there is an Ugnaught um, so maybe um, I do feel like Nick Nolte could play an Ugnaught now we we get some vibes here of like okay so the crew is Mando, Kara, and Iggy mm-hmm. IG-11 yeah. um, do you think this Ugnaught character is gonna that or what's his name kill kewl, kewl? Kewl? Kewl. Cal. kewl, Um, Do you think he's gonna become part of the team, or do you think he's maybe just a encounter once kind of character? I mean, it is Nick Nolte. I feel like possibly. I feel like they sh- they would get some use out of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't just hire Nick Nolte.
0: Right, like you, you gotta, gotta use, use him. Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah, you gotta use him. <laughs> you,
1: it's like it's like hiring Gary Busey. For one scene, no. No. <laughs> no. He's gonna be in the entire movie whether you want him to or not. Um, He's
0: I He's gonna would, be in
1: the background eating a croissant.
0: <laughs> I'm excited to see more Ugnot. I mean, that's yeah. an interesting alien that doesn't get a lot. It is. The next shot we get is gonna be my screensaver for something. I haven't figured out yet, but- It's beautiful. Um, it is a very iconic Old West style shot of just the Mando against the horizon and it
1: looks so amazing. Great. I, I, yeah. Go Good. ahead. <laughs> I'll say John Favreau has done some beautiful film work in his career. Yes. This
0: is and, and I was gonna say that was uh, I was gonna say there's a lot here where it's very focused and intentional on how it looks. Yes. Um, because very there's much. just so many shots that you can just stop and freeze, and it looks amazing. You don't need to know what's happening. You don't need to know what's next. You just know this is. This looks amazing. Yeah. And the next shot's an interesting one because we see uh, i guess a mother and a daughter or two sisters we see two okay. people on a jungle planet this kind of connects itself to the one from earlier
1: mm-hmm.
0: um a couple of people have really kind of latched on of is this maybe the target is this maybe is this an aspect that changes the mando's heart or mm-hmm. something because i feel like They've done a lot to say. Now, this is because this is what's interesting. They did a lot back with um, like celebration to really emphasize he's not quite good. He's got a lot of questionable stuff. He's, he's just on the fringe. Yeah. He's very gray. Um, whereas in one of the articles from Star Wars, um, I think it's when they're talking about Iggy that they say um, like companion to the hero. Like, like it's like,
1: here's the thing. That's a
0: very contradictory marketing thing.
1: They got it switched. Iggy's the hero. Iggy's the
0: hero. Mando
1: is the bed. Man,
0: creator. no, Mando's the the. the he's the sidekick. He's, side he's the sidekick. He's the piece. Go. Oh my gosh, it's all about Iggy.
1: Yeah.
0: Iggy, a Star Wars story.
1: And you know what? We have no context to these images. We have no idea what yeah. order they're in. So this could very well be a part of the Mando's backstory.
0: Even. Ooh, interesting. Or because even I, Kara's.
1: Exactly. My mind immediately goes to like God of War, where you Ooh. get a character who's not not a cool guy. He's not a good guy.
0: But his, he, he was a family though. character, like you know. Exactly. Got, mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a. I always. I never quite think of flashbacks. I'm. I'm still getting yep. used to flashbacks. I mean, before The Last Jedi, that wasn't a thing. So. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting.
1: And that's something that we should always keep in mind with trailers is we don't know the context.
0: I should clarify, technically it kind of happened with Rogue One as well. Yes. But nonetheless, it, it's only recently something yeah. that happens in Star Wars storytelling. But yeah. no, yeah, like, I don't think we're going to figure out the whole show here. Yeah. Um, and, and that's definitely not what, it, it's not what we're trying to do. No. Um, we're and just trying to see what we get as of yet.
1: And then we see what appears to be a firing squad.
0: Yeah. Now, so this somehow it, it's very visually similar to the mm-hmm. scene with the Inferno troo- Trooper um, from the first footage shown. Yes, I feel like this is Which the first. Which beautiful. I feel like this is the first attempt to get to the Mando, mm-hmm. and then I feel like he and his squad take them out, and then the yeah. Inferno squad sent him.
1: Because it seems very obvious that they're aiming at something. Which yes, you don't which I'm hold. just glad to see yeah. this
0: many Death Troopers. I just I love these you boys. You do like Jeff? Oh Jeff my god, troopers, Jeff Troopers, Death Troopers. Yes. <laughs> Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> that's our next. That's
1: our next uh, yes. stormtrooper friend, Jeff, Jeff Trooper. Trooper. Oh wait,
0: I got I got a Jeff Trooper.
1: Go get Jeff Trooper. Where's Jeff Trooper? There he Jeff is. Jeff Trooper is the
0: platinum one. Jeff Trooper. Oh my gosh, this boy's pretty.
1: He is so pretty. Yeah. And they are so
0: smooth. They are so shiny and smooth. This is Jeff.
1: That's Jeff Trooper. This is
0: Jeff Trooper. <laughs> we'll
1: even write it on the bottom. Jeff.
0: Um. Next, we get just a really nice shot that, again, evokes this very Old West style that oh, I think yeah. they're going for. It's got the Mando with his hand on his gun. Very, very quickly, a shootout. Yeah. Very, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Shoot off at, shoot out at high noon or something like yeah. that. D- yeah. Yeah. Um, then we get the man himself, the sheriff in sheriff. town, the crazy, manic imperial leader who just won't lose control. And we also see more of the death troopers flanking mm-hmm. him and whatnot. So again, I think this is with the yeah. earlier scene.
1: We get such a good shot of the Mando's helmet.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. It looks
1: so pretty. It's so chromey and lovely.
0: He is such a pretty boy. He now what I will say under is... Under
1: the mask, he's handsome too.
0: What, do you think he'll take off the
1: mask at any point? Probably.
0: I wonder if we've got a, like, Master Chief situation.
1: You can't keep that much handsome under wraps.
0: I mean, I don't know. So, in the first footage that we saw, though, we saw a progression of the Mandra's armor. Yes. We clearly saw at some point he got a full platinum armor m- that mm-hmm. matches his helmet. No, we don't see that here, which I think is interesting. I think it's maybe the Marvel approach of this is only, like, stuff from within the first few episodes. Like, I don't feel like we're seeing a lot here.
1: What if the Mando's in hiding? Like, witness protection style. And that's why he wears the mask.
0: Maybe. 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 Maybe he's just Mandalorian. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Very proud of his helmet. Proud of his bucket. <laughs> it's a um, nice bucket. Of all the shots that we get, this the next one confuses me the most because Yeah. at first it looks like a missile is being shot at someone, but then the next shot shows someone on a speeder bike, and it seems to be within that same scene.
1: Yeah, it's someone that we do not see their face. They are wearing goggles and a mask.
0: Yeah. Um, it's the most disconnected one, I think, in the whole thing. I can't really...
1: Also, Star Wars bikers. Yeah. (laughs) Untapped potential. Biker
0: squad. Yeah. Then we get Rusty Legs. We get a shot of Rusty Legs there, um... And then we cut to... I feel like this is the village from that earlier shot of the Mando ship parked. Yeah. Because it looks very disheveled, very, very messy. Something's on fire. Yeah, this, lo- this looks like... I feel like this is Giancarlo's town. Like, this is his little yeah. imperial... This public. seems like his doing. Now, then we cut to a scene I feel like is much such earlier. A great shot. It's just a really good it's shot of good Mando show. and Iggy showing up to, yeah, I assume, yeah. the bar... Yeah. Um, then we get some space battle action. We get the Which, Mando shooting a huge gun.
1: Right. I think that this scene uh, with the space battle is the scene that John Favreau was talking about in oh, the panel. Yeah, where the, the one they, they showed they behind that the scenes. Yeah. In his garage. Yes.
0: Um, used yeah. amazing movie so. making techniques to make that happen. Yeah. So the Mando and his big gun. Then we get Iggy mm. being a big swivel boy.
1: Big Just swivel boy.
0: killing everybody.
1: Yeah, and we get a really good look at Iggy in this moment. He seems to have a lot of bronze parts. hmm He has fingers. He has well, fingers. Now
0: what's interesting is so with
1: boy, he has clampers. Yeah,
0: with IG eighty eight he's got two little clampers. Yeah. When I look at Iggy, I feel like he's got two sets of clampers on one hand. Yeah. Because it looks like one set is holding the handle and one is holding the triggers. Um we're we're detail oriented, so yeah. Uh, it's just interesting to look and see the differences between Iggy and Ig88 because there are quite a few visual differences. What
1: if it's like Oris sing? It helps him do the the trigger faster. Ooh, that would be so. Oh. He is
0: he is a quick draw and a quick fire in that yes, exactly. scene. Like this is a much more uh, much prettier version of what we saw in the original footage, which I'm glad they did show at least this um, because almost everything else we see is mm-hmm. new footage. We get a shot from the footage we saw at Celebration again mm-hmm. to where this is when the Mando's uh, hanging out with Werner Herzog's character mm-hmm. and gets in a sh- standoff with a few stormtroopers.
1: Looking like a fancy boy. Then
0: we see a shot again from other footage where he's taking out some prey he's hired for. I feel like this is from his intro. Yeah. Because the footage we saw at Celebration showed him kind of hunting the quarry. He gets to a kind of little drinking hole. And then that's where I think this next scene happens where he just takes him out. I feel like that's the introduction to the Mando. Yeah. Then we get the scene. Then we get the scene. With somebody in Carbonite. I just, I don't feel like it's meant to be anybody. No. I really, But it's I don't just
1: really cool to see Carbonite as a uh, delivery method, I guess.
0: Yeah, I can't even make out what kind of alien that is I don't know. Yeah. Um, then we get the only dialogue we get in the whole trailer which is just Werner Her- Herzog saying you know bounty hunting is a complicated business. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his accent. He's so great. He's such he's gonna play such a great Imperial. Right. Um, and then we just end with one more great shot of the Mando Mm -hmm. Um, for us and then uh, that's the trailer that's what we get. I do feel like again this is something of a Marvel method to where this is just within the first realm Mm. this first few episodes I don't think we've even really gotten into and again there was even footage shown in the first trailer or reel from um, Celebration that wasn't even in here so there's there's at least a good few more shots that we didn't see again so There's still so much potential for what this show uh, could be. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to tell from what we know so far. But do you have any best guesses on what you think the what you think the at the end of the season? What's been the point of it for the character of the Mandalorian? Like, what at the end of the day do you think they're trying to do with this character in the first season?
1: I can go ahead and predict the entire ending. Uh-oh. They're all just going to be sitting in a bar. They're going to look over at Iggy and be like, you're cool. <laughs> and that's it.
0: I really hope nothing happens to Iggy. I really I will, hope I nothing. I will riot.
1: I will put someone in the ground. There's
0: two things. I, there, there's three things I can't deal with in life right now with Star Wars.
1: <laughs> People who are intolerant and um, in the uh, ducks.
0: <laughs> I can't deal with anything happening to Iggy. Yes. I can't deal with anything happening to Chewbacca. Yes. And I can't deal with anything happening to the Falcon.
1: I can't deal with anything happening to C-3PO or R2. I just... I... Because I, I
0: saw It can't someone, happen. It can't happen. It cannot happen.
1: I saw someone uh, saying on Twitter, what if we see R2 or and C-3PO get decommissioned or something?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or die? Mm-hmm. That makes me incredibly anxious for the film.
0: What do you people... Goodness gracious, you masochists. They want me to... sad. Um, yeah, no, I can't, like, nothing can happen to Iggy. Oh, no, no, Nothing can happen. It'll nothing. Kill the Ugnot, but nothing can happen to Iggy. Oh, and it's pretty much confirmed he's voiced by Taika Waititi. Yes, please. So, that's gonna be amazing. What did we... what were... What, what were we...
1: What's yeah. up, I'm Iggy. You're right, I just,
0: I just want him to be... Right I just want him to be Korg. I just yeah. want him to be a metal Korg. You're right. Like <laughs>
1: Dude, I cannot wait.
0: Oh my gosh. The,
1: I love everything that Taika Waititi has been in.
0: The, well, and and everything just about this is <laughs> amazing and yeah. exciting. And it was one of those things, like, I didn't think we could get more hyped than... I, I felt like, okay, we're going to get a trailer. It's just going to be a prettier version of what we got <laughs> at Celebration. But, no, this is... I mean, yeah. it added so much, and it's expanded the expectations and the... Ex- the excitement for this show. Uh, leaps and bounds.
1: Yeah, just force projection of Obi-Wan shows up. <laughs> and I, Iggy's like, piss off, ghosts!"
0: What if we get Qui-Gon? I will be on board. We had to wait till the end of this freaking show for this. But I will be on board with Kenobi if I get my Qui-Gon back.
1: What if in the first few what if we in the trailer we get a voiceover by Qui-Gon talking I, to Obi Wan? I'm in,
0: I'm in, I'm in. If 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 Liam Neeson and Qui-Gon Jin come back which the dude came back for the cartoon, okay, yeah. you, you come on.
1: Obi Wan's been through some crap. Let let him cry. Oh my gosh. Let the boy cry.
0: I might have just found my way in, guys. I <laughs>
1: hacked <laughs> the system.
0: Well, we're we're gonna end on that positive note uh, and high note, I'm and, glad I get and close with that. it out. Like I'm like oh, so yeah. Um, Stay tuned for yeah. our after show be sure to check out all of our stuff um, all of our social medias make sure you're following us there so you can stay up to date with everything and so you can join us in conversations about these things again we're running a special on Patreon for anyone who joins or upgrades we've got swag packs for that to celebrate Mm -hmm. one year Uh, Thank you guys so much for one year podcasting and a special thank you to Rebecca Diaz, Jim Caprone, and Doug McClure who are all joined with us on Patreon. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us and we are excited for year two and what's ahead. Um, We are going to tomorrow be uh, putting out uh, our Rebels rewatch and whatnot and then hopefully next week we've got a plan to record ahead to try and circumvent uh, new work schedule. Yes very full work schedule um just a lot of work stuff i mean it sounds like a lame excuse but there's just a lot going on (laughs) yeah if
1: you don't like it patreon
0: at least we're getting it out um and uh but no we're working on getting a new schedule we've been trying to do it the way we've been doing it that's been the problem um you know we just haven't been able to keep that same rhythm going so we have to find a new one so we're hopefully going to find something that works so that this week things come out when they should. Nonetheless, we've been trying to at least be on the method of it will get out the week it's supposed to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, are are certainly trying with that. And so thank you so much for your patience and, and whatnot. But look forward. We've got a lot of the Rise of Skywalker stuff to talk about in our next main show. It's going to be big. And we're, I mean, I, I know it's, we've already got a pretty full, Script and theory list, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure once we see the actual footage it's gonna go even it's gonna go out the roof Absolutely, we're excited. So hopefully you are check it out and uh, Rebels Rewatch again. We do that as well And so all that stuff you can find out through social media So connect there let people know you love the show Uh, We want to up our iTunes rating a little bit So if you haven't already and you do listen to this on iTunes, please 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 Go leave a five star review, let people know you love it, and share it. And mm-hmm. and, and who knows what will be in the future uh, with all of that goodness. So
1: Yeah.
0: Other than that, yes, we do have an after show coming. If you're joined with us on Patreon, then you get a whole nother segment of Nerd Herderness. So uh look forward to that. If you're not yeah. if you don't if you yeah. don't get it, you can get it. Head over to Patreon, it's super easy. Like it takes $1. like thirty seconds. Yeah, one dollar. Uno. Uno momento. Or yeah. no. Dinero. I don't know. But that's our show. I'm your herd leader, John Wayne.
1: I'm remembering the animation we just watched. And (laughs) buh-bye!